You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, I'm JR. It is the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. And this portion of the show is brought to you by Wesley Financial. Are you stuck in a timeshare and want out? Contact Wesley Financial Group now and get a free timeshare exit information kit at wesleyfinancialgroup.com. I'm going to be hanging out with you for one more hour. You can always lock in. I get started every weeknight at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you to super producer and host Dave Shepard. He's holding it down for us in New York. And we've had a busy night. Phillies smack up the Diamondbacks 10 to nothing. The Phillies end up with now a, a 2-0 series lead in the NLCS. We got the American League Championship Series. We got Game 3. On Wednesday, got these uh, Texas Rangers. They're trying to go up three to nothing on the Astros. We'll talk about that momentarily as uh, Max Scherzer is going to get the start. Julio Jones signs with the Eagles. Good move for them. Uh, The world isn't expected of him. He's 34 years old. Is still a a complete wide receiver. I think his blocking is going to be very valuable for them as well. I know a lot of people think wide receiver and automatically get to thinking about the yards and the catches, but he is probably the most complete wide receiver the league has seen uh, over the past decade when he was actually healthy enough uh, to go out there and play. Uh, We talked about Trevor May crapping on the A's. We discussed the fact that Showtime boxing, Showtime sports, it's over. It's kaput at the end of the year. There will be no Showtime sports, no boxing events, no documentaries. Uh, Paramount Plus, the parent company formerly Viacom, is saying, uh, no thanks, we're out of the business. Uh, Real unfortunate as uh, boxing, a lot of what has taken place over the years, the past 20, 30, 40 years, has taken place on HBO and Showtime. But things change. And uh, streaming, you're going to see a lot of boxing uh, take place on streaming. ESPN, as of right now, still involved in, in boxing. We'll see uh, to what degree. Uh, we got so much more I want to get into, but before I pick up the phone lines, we got a lot of callers here. I told you the Phillies continue to dominate. 10 to nothing. They beat the Diamondbacks to go up tonight 2-0 in the series in this NLCS. Uh, game three is going to take place Thursday in Arizona. And maybe the Diamondbacks will find some life at home. Someone who has plenty of life is Kyle Schwarber. This man now has three home runs in two games. 
He hit two home runs tonight. He has tied Reggie Jackson for the most home runs all time by a left-hand hitter in the postseason at 18. And so let's listen to both of Kyle Schwarber's home runs. He helped get things going early in the game. Let's listen to his first home run. This took place in the bottom of the third. 1-0. And he swings and lines one deep to right. This one's got a chance. Carroll turns, and he looks up, and it's gone. It does clear over the out-of-town scoreboard. A low-line drive for Kyle Schwarber, and it's 2-0 Phillies. Hey, he came back. He had another one in the sixth. The 2-1. Swung on, hit to the air. Right center field. That one is walloped. It is gone! Into the Phillies' bullpen. Second home run of the night for Kyle Schwarber. It's another solo shot. And the Phillies are on top three to nothing as the fireworks explode off the top of the bell. Yeah, Trey Turner, he hit a home run early. He got the first run of the game on a home run. Uh, the Phillies hit a bunch of doubles. Uh, Real Muto and Marsh, uh, Baum and Castellanos with the last run of the game hit a sacrifice fly. 11 straight home playoff wins versus everybody in the National League. These Phillies are on a roll six games, six victories away from being World Series champions. They got to get two more against Arizona and then obviously pick up another four if, if they get to the World Series. It certainly looks like that'll be the case unless the Diamondbacks show some life. Uh, Speaking of the Diamondbacks, Christian Walker said, man, we got our asses kicked. This game was over. On to the next one. Flush it, move on. Um, long series. You know, gonna have to start scoring some runs. You know, Merrill, Merrill did good. Um, you know, offense needs to get him some runs there. But um, yeah, flush it, move on. Focus on the next uh, next few games at home. Uh, Merrill, Merrill did good. I'm, I'm afraid he did it. He's referring to Merrill Kelly. Five and two thirds innings pitched. He gave up four earned runs, struck out six. Uh, I don't know in what world that that does good, especially in the postseason. Someone who did do good for Philadelphia, it was their pitcher. You won't hear a lot about him. Aaron Nola, six innings pitched, seven strikeouts. That's good. Kyle Schwarber, more than good. That man was hot like fire. He spoke after the game. He spoke to TBS, and he said, oh, yeah, well, it's so easy for us. We're just following the plan. The biggest thing is that we're going up there with the plan and uh, trying to execute it. Uh, you know, Merrill did a really good job tonight. You know, they only gave up three hits. You know, uh, luckily for us, we, we did some damage with it. But, uh, you know, once it came out of the game, we were able to really work some bats and uh, get some pretty clutch hits there to extend the lead. Yeah, man, the plan is see ball, hit ball. And they've done a whole hell of a lot of that. 15 home runs in the last four games. That is a major league baseball record. Kyle Schwarber, more than hot. Aaron Nola, I told you he got busy on the mound. His catcher loves him. Listen to JT Riamuto. He's continued to, to be consistent at getting ahead of guys. Um, he's done a good job of mixing his pitches, you know, using both fastballs to righties and lefties, using both sides of the plate. Um, he's really just being unpredictable and, and getting ahead of guys and being able to, to put him away when he, when he is ahead. Yeah. Just let's get Arizona out of here, okay? Let's not waste our time. Let's see what happens. Speaking of wasting time, 
I am very anxious to see what Max Scherzer does on the mound tomorrow for the Rangers, right? Max Scherzer has been up. He's been down. He's been old. He's been hurt. You have no idea what you're going to get out of him because for the most part, it's difficult for him to stay healthy. And so the, the Texas Rangers already leave the ALCS 2-0. Two, two to nothing. Uh, the Astros were the favorites going into this series. Uh, the Rangers uh, haven't even really had the opportunity to go out and perform at home, so now they'll be home. And Max Scherzer is going to take on Christian Javier. And, and Max Scherzer, he's just, he's been MIA. That's really what it's been. Max Scherzer, you don't know when the hell he's going to pitch. His postseason career is pretty good. Uh, ERA slightly above three. But last time I saw him last year, he got smacked around by San Diego. Okay? As he's been a Texas Ranger, only eight starts, and he's four and two with an ERA of 3.2. But this is the same dude who walks around and says, hey, I can't feel my arm. I can't feel my right side. He has not pitched since September 12th. That's more than a month. They're going to have to patch this game together. And uh, let's see if Max Scherzer can actually go out there and give them even just a little bit of life. I'm, I'm interested to find out. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Their manager, though, Bruce Bochy, was on 105.3 The Fan in Dallas. And he said, yeah, I know we're up 2-0. and We still got more work to do. Hey, it's the best out of seven. We know that. That's that's the way it is. You know, each series was different, but, you know, best out of three, five, now it's seven, and uh, nothing happens until you win four games. We, we trust me, we get it. I know I get it. Our focus, I don't look at what our record is now. I'm looking at trying to win the, the next game, and that's how you have to look at it, you know. You get that fourth win, then then you, you know, you've done your job. But until then, yeah, the job's not over. We have work to do. Uh, um, yeah, this is what you deal with in the postseason, and uh, but you got to just keep your focus. And I mean, maniacal focus. I'm going out there and trying to win that game that you're playing that day. Don't 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 look at what the record is. Yeah, you don't. I mean, is anybody going to discount Houston? I think you'd be silly to even think so. Obviously, the Rangers, they they got the lead. The Rangers are in command of the series, but, I mean, would not be shocked if Houston bounced back. 855-212-4CBS. Let's go ahead and talk to Nick from Chicago. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, how are you doing tonight? I'm excellent, Nick. What's on your mind? So, I am here to talk about why I think the Dimebacks could actually come back and tie the series and maybe we win it. Okay, yeah, and, go ahead, do it. And the reason why I think the Diamondbacks could come back and win it is because you're correct. The Phillies, they just had good offense, and now the Diamondbacks have two home games in a row, and all the Diamondbacks need to do is win in front of the home crowd. And they can tie the series. Maybe they can boom with momentum and win the series. Yeah, uh, that's a possibility, uh, Nick. Uh, easier said than done, man. They 
They look like they're struggling. Uh, I think the moment might be better. It's going to be great for them to be back at home, to have that energy behind them. But to, for them to dig out of a 2-0 hole is, is not going to be the easiest thing. They can certainly do it, but I'll tell you this much. I, I don't favor them. Not at all. I do not favor them at all. 855-212-4CBS. Let's go to Fairfax, Virginia, and talk to Big Trav. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, brother. I saw you again. God bless you, man. Well, thank you. What's up? Um, I mean, my big thing tonight, and for, for talking about the boxing thing, I've been a boxing guy. I boxed in 88. Mark Grilla knocked me out in Brooklyn in a, in a, in a boxing match when I was a young guy. Um, he, went, he had one of his Olympic joints, whatever. My big thing of my life about boxing now, and you're totally right. What happened to Showtime today, that was bad. But you're totally right. The streaming is still going to be there. You know for a fact that someone's going to pick it up because no matter what the MMA has, they don't have the ability to put the money when it comes to the money that makes a big fight. Dana White is the WWE busy man of that, that faction. That's why Francis is taking on Tyson, and he's going to make $10 million more than he's ever made in his life fighting somebody because boxing still puts more money in your pocket, and the people that watch it, it is what it is. And if you don't understand that, you don't understand where boxing comes from, regardless of what Showtime's going to do. Someone's going to do something with Apple TV or whatever. You said you're totally right. Streaming is going to make it work because no matter what, there's more money in boxing there is in MMA when it comes to the fighters. Uh, well, yeah, without a shadow of a doubt, uh, there's, there's more money to be made for the fighters. Now, having said that, yes, there, there is more organization. Uh, and, and from MMA, I think we got we to gotta be clear. There are tons of MMA organizations all over the world. The UFC a is... A lot of them, yes, sir. The MMA is, is probably most prominent. People want to associate it with the UFC. And that's a different animal. That is a corporate beast. What, what the difference is between UFC and, and what we typically see with boxing, if you want to look at other boxing uh, promotions, is that the mm-hmm. UFC is a, is a corporate-owned entity. Uh, people, maybe some know this, some don't, but Endeavor, which is a big entertainment company and agency, actually bought the WWE and UFC and pretty much merged them into a new company called TKO. And so when you you think about the the resources that exist, uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it is a different animal. And that's why I said boxing operates like a carnival. I don't care what boxing promoter or boxing distributor it exists. You sign your fighters. You, you, you promote them. You wake up. You scream at the world, hey, you need to come see this fight. You tell them to watch. Right. You shut it down, and you leave. And so there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen when it comes to orchestrating a fight. Uh, the UFC is... It, it, you're talking to a man who did, who did fight, and you're totally correct. And yeah. the bottom line is, and when it comes to the fighter, I'm I'm, I'm a fighter. The one thing with the WWE, the, the, the MMA fighters don't make the money because I, of all the corporate said, side. That's I, the problem. I have a problem. I, I I said that. I agreed with you on that. 
I'm not disputing yeah. that bless, fact at all. You, but, well, thank you. What I'm saying is when you look at it from the business perspective, they're in a better position because they're not worried about uh, a sanctioning body. They're not worried about, oh, we got four different heavyweight champions. It's not – boxing is the wild, wild west. The UFC has been able to to monetize this. I'm not saying it's fair to the fighters. They, I know they want to unionize and, and fight back. It ain't no different than the WWE. The, 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 the WWE wrestlers or entertainers, whatever you want to call them, they would probably love nothing more than it to go out there and have a union. But they got the big bad wolf over their shoulder. And so it's like, hey, man, do do I dare cross the boss? It's It's difficult, but... That puts boxing at a disadvantage because there's not one set governing body at the highest level. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Lee is here from San Diego. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, JR. First of all, I want to compliment you on your show. And you touch on all the sports. And I listen to you whenever I'm up late here in San Diego. I want to talk some boxing and what's wrong with it. it I, I grew up walking, uh, watching Ali, Frazier, Foreman, uh, Ken Norton, Tyson, the Sugar Man, Evander Holyfield. I mean, there's no more names in boxing anymore, I don't think. I, I think that's one of the problems. No, there are names in boxing, but people have so many more more options at their disposal. Uh, I I can't tell you that there there are no names. Canelo is a big fighter. Uh, You know, I can think about Tyson Fury is a big fighter. I just think that people have so many options. They are YouTube fighters boxing right now. And so there used to be a point in time, maybe, that maybe you were 16 or 17, and maybe you cared about boxing. Ain't no 16, 17-year-old looking at boxing anymore. They may look at KSI. Do you know who KSI is, Lee? KSI? Yeah, you know who that is? No, I have never heard that before. Yeah. Yeah, my point exactly. This is somebody who fought in the U.K. over the weekend and made himself a few million dollars, and he's a guy off of YouTube, okay? So... There's so many options for people to sit down and watch. It's it's tough, man. I understand what you're saying. I think that there are fighters there, but Crawford and, and Earl Spence, who got the snot beat out of them, there are fighters there, but it's it's tough when you think about the way the world is. People got options, man. They do. Ruben is calling from San Diego. What's up, Ruben? Hey, what's up, JR? Let's, let's, let's do what you said. Let's talk about the Wild Wild West, the AFC West, the Chargers. Let's dissect this team and see what's really going on with them. I'm looking at it from a Charger fan. You know what? There's a lot of missed tackles. There's a lot of penalties, you know, at the wrong time. I mean, these guys, they need to play together. You know what I mean? And I'm not sure. Are, are we on the same page here or what's going on? They suck. The defense sucks. We've talked about it for two nights now. The defense sucks. The coaching has sucked. The coaching has sucked prior to Brandon Staley being there. I, uh, I don't expect nothing from them. Let's, let's put it this way. 
when I think about teams, I'm thinking about teams that actually have a chance to, to win a Super Bowl, to be competitive, to go to the postseason. The Chargers are good enough to be good, and that's about it. Okay, so I, there was another gentleman that said, oh, Justin Herbert needs to elevate his teammates. I'm like, you know what, Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack, uh, Doran James, they don't need no self, they don't need no motivation. They should be ready to play. These guys, I mean, that roster, I mean, let, you got to say it like it is. Like, is, so it's just a dog and pony show out there. Or what's going on? You, what are you What are you asking me specifically? Because it sounds like, like you, I mean, it's oh, hold on. I, I, it sounds hold on. It sounds like you you listened to the early portion of the show because you repeated some of the points that I made and that somebody else made. So what exactly are you asking me? Okay, like. If if you if the Chargers because it's funny when they are hitting on all cylinders you just see the Chargers like wow this this team is elite they got all the star players everything's clicking and then when they when they actually lose you're like what's going on here we think about the Jacksonville game like and they got to get over well, that that's, I mean, there's something going on there that's called that's called coaching that's called preparation okay. that's what it yeah. is. so I, I'm in yeah Brandon Staley he's in the hot seat I, I mean I I gotta say like. This this is ridiculous. I mean, these guys, there's too much talent on that roster to, to just fail. Yeah, I, I feel like it's been that way for the better part of, I don't know, 20 years. That that predates Staley, that predates Justin Herbert, uh, that predates a lot of fe- a lot of people, man. They they can't okay, get out of their you know, own way. And they are, I, I'm, the, the Chargers are, are what I call a treadmill team. They just, they run in place. That's it. Okay, because like I was thinking, like it's just it must be a losing culture there. Something's going on, like cause it, like you said, it, it yeah. goes back well, further than Justin Herbert. It goes back further than uh, you know, uh, Ant, um, I'm sorry, well, Anthony. We, we, had a, we, we had a caller mention Dean Spanos. You should look at him okay. and his sons. I, I I heard that too. Like you yeah. said, if it's right at the top, it goes it's all the way down. Ruben. Okay, well, thank you, man. I I don't want right. to repeat no, the you. same things a bunch of times. It's okay. Yeah. No, I thank you. Thank you for the call. I appreciate no it. No problem, Ruben. Yeah, I mean, listen, the Chargers got people talking in circles. It's all right. The treadmill fans, too, I guess. Just, just keeping them running. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to get some more of your calls. Speaking of running, there is a college athlete who is going to be running in a pair of shoes endorsed by Shaquille O'Neal. I'll tell you who it is on the other side. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I've been listening to you maybe 10, 11 months, and I always appreciate you being poignant, intelligent, and exactly when you have to be. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It is the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Before I move on and tell you about this athlete who now has a shoe deal. I want to tell you about the Defensive Player of the Week. That player is sponsored by the Navy Federal Credit Union, who proudly serves the Armed Forces DOD, veterans, and their families. Their members are the mission. You can learn more at NavyFederal.org. Last night, we saw the Dallas Cowboys come out on top in Los Angeles 20-17 to 
against those Chargers. Chargers going down the field. An opportunity to either tie the game, take the lead. They were able to do neither because the defensive player of the week is the man who went out there and intercepted Justin Herbert and shut down the game. This is a former defensive player of the year. His name is Stephon Gilmore. Grabbing that interception, shutting things down, and these Chargers, as we've talked about tonight and last night, they lose another close game again. Congratulations to the defensive player of the week, Stephon Gilmore, uh, wrapping up that week or the last week of the NFL season as well. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I told you that there is uh, an athlete who has a new shoe deal. That athlete happens to be Angel Reese of LSU. Now, who did she sign with? Reebok. Yeah, Reebok. Not Nike, not Puma, not Under Armour. She has signed with Reebok. And if you haven't heard, uh, Shaquille O'Neal has been appointed as the president of Reebok, even though he has a a pretty damn big stake in the parent company of Reebok. I like how, uh, you know, people talk about how he's – now president of Reebok, he's basically the ownership of the uh, the entire parent company anyway. Uh, and Allen Iverson is the VP. But that's a different conversation for another day. And so they're relaunching Reebok next year. And so Angel Reese uh, now has her own collection that will be released with Reebok. Uh, and so in announcing this today, uh, Shaquille O'Neal pretty much says, man, it started off with, with, with supporting her and, and showing her love. She says He says no one is making a bigger impact on the game right now than Angel Reese. She says, I've talked to Shaq, understand the values that align with the brand. As a former athlete, he's been announced as their president. He's an inspiration to me. Just being able to see an athlete or former athlete shift to not just being an athlete, but being the president of the brand is something that's important. I would love to do that one day. And so good on good on her. We know LSU uh, defending champions. They're going to look to go back out there and win, win another title. And Angel Reese, even for someone in school right now, uh, with, with NIL and the ability to have marketing deals, she is making millions of dollars. And so there should be really no rush for her, has been no rush for her to move on to the pros. But when she does... There's a huge opportunity for both her and Caitlin Clark and Shep and I have talked about this for the two of them to help up just uh, the WNBA to potentially another level. You know, seeing the WNBA finals on Sunday in Brooklyn, 17,000 fans, you know, in the arena. Is WNBA, they're going to pack out games like that every time? No. Uh, NBA teams don't even do that on a night to night basis. But there, there's going to be a lot of interest. Angel Reese has an opportunity to be the biggest star, this sounds crazy, that the, the WNBA has had, given the exposure that she's had now, uh, people's reaction to her, the amount of money that she's generating. She's going to get into the league with a lot of hype. And damn it, she may be, she may be that person along with Caitlin Clark to help elevate it to another level. 855-212-4CBS. Let's go ahead. From uh, well, I Larry think, Merchant. Uh, Larry's still alive. Larry's 92. 
I think and Roy when Jones you took over from George Foreman and uh, I th- Harold Letterman oh just passed God. away. I used to like listening to his cards, okay. and uh, right. now I won't ha- I won't be able to hear Jimmy Lemon Jr. say at a moment we've all been waiting for. So it's uh, it's too bad. Bob Sheridan was well, uh, well was, Alan. Uh, he was my favorite all time announcer. Alan. And uh, I can understand that. Alan. Yes. I got a question. Sure. When you call up, do you, can you hear me? Or do yes, you, I can. Yes. So you just you just keep going. Yeah, I didn't hear you. Uh, oh, okay. To cut me off. So. Oh, okay. All right. So here's some here's some uh, some potential positive news for you. You ready? Yes. There's a there's a chance that as things move to streaming, and it's a chance, it may not be a high one or low one because these guys are older, okay? I don't think, all things considered, that you've probably heard the last of, of Michael Buffer, okay? I don't think that's the last time. And the same thing for Jimmy Lennon Jr. There's a chance that they end up on different platforms where they continue on with their famous phrases and sayings, okay? Yeah, yeah, that's great. Oh, yeah. So cross your fingers. It's no guarantee, but there's a chance, okay? Yeah, sure, yeah. I, I used right. to go to all these bars, and uh, you talk to people, you yak it up, and you have it up with, uh, with people that are next to you, and like you've known them for 10 years, like they've been your best buddies for 10 years, and I just, I just missed all that, you know, it's... Uh, mm-hmm. But like I said, all good things come to, have to come to an end. Yeah. There's declining interest and uh, declining ratings, so I, I understand it. But uh, the boxing is not dead. It's uh, you know, it's still, there's no, still a lot. No, it's of not. Contenders. It's just in a in a different place, in a for a different audience, in a different way for people to consume. I hear you, Alan. Yeah. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure, Chair. Thank you very much for taking my call. No doubt, Alan. He's real sad about this. <sighs> Maybe I can, uh, I don't know. Can I get, Shep, can I give him, can I just tell him watch the old fights on YouTube? You can. I'm just waiting for you to talk about the Phillies tonight. I know, right? You show them no love. Yeah, I know. In fact, that's not what the guy said. He's just... You know, people people don't know what they hear. Right. Like, hey Jr., what do you think about the Phillies? They just want they just want to hear it. You know, they're excited. It's fine. Like, hey, what do you think about the Phillies? No, they're they're the worst team ever, man. What do you want me to say? So I'm I'm surprised that so many people actually have a reaction to boxing and Showtime parting ways because I don't think people talk. I, I really don't think people really talk about boxing anymore. To be honest. You're surprised that people have a reaction to Cor- it? Correct, correct. Because I, I, I listen. I, I know it's still a niche sport. And I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Like I, I know the Brox Bomber, um, Deontay Wilder, right? Yes. I, I don't even know if he's still the heavyweight champion of the world. No, he's not. Okay, I think 99.9 percent of sports fans could not identify to you the heavyweight champion of the world. Where 50 years ago, everybody knew who the heavyweight champion of the uh, world was. <laughs> Ninety nine percent is a is a stretch. 
boxing might be uh, a niche sport, but it is a I'm not going to say 99, but that is a wide, that's a wide range. What I will say is that, yeah, boxing, the interest has changed and, and people don't have the same interest. People have other options. I mean, if we go back to the, the 30s and 40s, if I wanted to think about sports, ain't want nobody think about basketball. You know, there was no, no basketball in that regard. You could take a look at, at baseball. You could take a look at, at boxing. Man, those those were some of the sports. And now you can crack open your phone and you can watch whatever you want. I mean, we got a younger generation who's sitting around watching other people play games. Like that's that's the sport. People are participating in esports. And so uh, boxing is in a, a a totally different world, but it has a hardcore following. It has a global following. It it crosses uh seas. You can look at fighters who come from the U.K., uh, who come to the United States. You look at fighters who come from Mexico. they are fighters who, who, who participate and come over from Japan. Um, we got it, – it's a, it's a global sport, especially when you tie in the Olympics. You got a lot of amateurs, and it is, it is almost like you, you got to be involved to really get it. it. It can be a lot like the NBA. I can sit here if I wanted to. And tell you about the top ranked fighters. I can tell you about the prospects. I can tell you about the kids that you might see in the gym. And you can see these guys come up through the ranks. I remember when Gervonta Tank Davis was could walk into a room and I could talk to him. And five people know who he is. And that's that's cool. Uh, but there's a there's a large fo- boxing has a huge following. You, you got to feel it when you go to a, an arena. You go to a stadium, and there are 20,000 people. There's 30,000 people overseas. When you go to a fight weekend in Vegas, and it's not just, hey, here's the fight on Saturday, but it's like a Super Bowl feel for three days prior to the fight in Vegas. Like That's an energy that makes you go, whoa. I remember seeing Deontay Wilder get the snot beat out of him a few years ago against Tyson Fury. And in walking out of the MGM Grand, it felt like a parade of thousands and thousands of people just losing their mind over what they just saw. And it's there's a lot of boxing fans out there, Chef. It, it's not at the NFL, NBA, you know, level, but they got a crap ton of fans, man. Thousands, thousands, millions across the world, man. I believe it. Yeah, it's it's tough. But there is, it's an, a lot of the audience is, is older. And so there is going to be an adjustment as uh, HBO is gone, Showtime is gone. Things are, things are just different now. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. What you have, you can't even put a price on it because you have a platform and you always handle your platform with responsibility. And for that, I look up to you and I respect you and I appreciate you. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Man, we've talked about a lot tonight. 
Phillies batter the Diamondbacks 10 to nothing to take a 2-0 series lead in the NLCS. We talked about the ALCS tomorrow. Uh, the Rangers have a chance at home to go up 3-0 against the Houston Astros. We know what that means. You better you better handle business there. It's going to be a tough road back for Houston if they don't go ahead and walk away with the win. Uh, Trevor May, reliever Major League Baseball, former Oakland A, just retired and took a giant crap on the Oakland A's ownership or the owner, uh, John Fisher. We talked about boxing. Showtime Boxing is done. Showtime Sports is done. The parent company, the daddy, handing out and writing the paycheck said, we're not funding this anymore. Uh, we're just going to have CBS Sports, and sorry, there's no more Showtime Boxing. Showtime, or excuse me, HBO Boxing ended in 2018. And only five years later, Showtime bites the dust as well. Julio Jones signs with the Philadelphia Eagles. He's going to provide some depth. Uh, Bill Belichick, I mean, even Teddy Bruschi is talking about how maybe he should step away. So we've had a busy night. Uh, Angel Reese signing to Reebok. Uh, Reebok brand relaunching. She's going to have her own signature line. Just so much going on. And then you know tomorrow when I'm back. Every Wednesday night, I deliver to you a new top six list. Tomorrow will be no different. Just stay tuned for the top six for tomorrow. And before we get out of here, how could I have a show without mentioning a Tuesday, Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, and no Aaron Rodgers? Because he spoke to Pat McAfee, and even Aaron Rodgers is kind of slowing down on when he could potentially return, even though he already told everybody months ago he's looking to come back before the season is up. This is what he told McAfee. We'll see what happens. I'm not going to put a timetable on it specifically. That makes absolutely no sense. Anybody that does doesn't realize that there's a lot of things that have to happen to get to that point. But it's going to have to be jogging and then explosive movements and then practicing and then uh, everybody's signing off on it. And, you know, hopefully we get to, to have that, those conversations. As I said, he, he certainly loves the attention pulling up, walking in the background in the locker room, throwing around the football on the field, weekly updates. And he's getting the attention because of his standing as one of the NFL's all-time greats. Uh, Unfortunately, hopefully that's not lost on folks as he continues to just run and chat. Somebody else dealing with an injury, Brock Bowers. This is going to be one of the best tight ends, projected to be one of the best tight ends, that the NFL has seen in in, in recent seasons. And he went down uh, with an ankle injury, high ankle sprain. He's having some surgery. He may be out for the better part of a month uh, for the Georgia Bulldogs as they're trying to go back-to-back-to-back on championships. And Kirby Smart gave us the latest on Brock Bowers. The more I've learned and I've slowly become a a bigger expert on this tightrope surgery because not because of Brock, because we've had multiple other guys and so have other teams. You know, I've talked to Hugh Freeze, Shane, uh, uh, several of the guys you know, in our conference have dealt with this injury. It's much more common. It's all over the NFL. So it's, it's happening at a, a higher rate, I guess you would say. And uh, a lot of studies have been done on it. And philosophically, to get healthy, you need to get back moving that ankle um, as soon as you can, meaning get on it, get weight-bearing, move around. And we've had guys going through this process. Uh, so you know, Brock will take on that same rehab process, and uh, his surgeon and, and, and Ron will work together on that. And it won't be done any different. The, the key is 
that we are trying to get him back healthy. There is no timeline for when he comes back to play. The timeline is when he's healthy. And I don't think you can put a timeline on it because historically there's been guys that came back really fast and there's been guys that come back really slow. Each one's been different. Yeah, each guy isn't projected to be like a top five pick in the NFL draft. And so he's going to have to think about, you know, do I come back? At what capacity do I come back? Am I hurting my draft stock if I come back? Just so many more questions that extend past the Georgia Bulldogs. Obviously, he would love to go out there and compete for another national championship, but I don't think at the risk of hurting himself and his NFL earning potential. I don't think that that will be the case. Joe is calling from North Carolina. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR. Thanks for taking the call once again. And um wanted to get back into the Showtime boxing conversation. And, you know, with Showtime and HBO, obviously there's a ton of history there, right? You know, it you could take it back to before you and I were around, the big boxing events, you know, it was a radio event. It was a network TV event. And then later on, you know, that I can think of a time where they went closed circuit TV, where you had that giant frisbee-looking thing on a pole, satellite dish in your yard. Or there was one time I went with my, my granddad to see Sugar Ray Hagler fight. I may have been all about nine years old. We went to a movie theater to see that. So I'm, I'm speaking of the evolution of the sport, of the event of the sport, the way it evolved. Well, Joe, you, you, give me your thoughts today because we're we're right at the end of the show, my man. Right, right. We're coming to a close. So I'm speaking of the way it has evolved, and it's evolving into streaming services and not cable TV, network TV, or premium channels within that. So unfortunately, we're moving away from that and streaming got 10 seconds joe well at the end of it all it it's still going to be an event but the luster is coming out of it with hey we we might look at that we we might have a transcendent boxer who comes through and changes thing we'll see sooner than later okay joe yeah i hope so all right i hope so thank you for calling the chair sport brief show it's a wrap i'll be back tomorrow 10 eastern 7 pacific thank you chef don't move. Amy Lawrence is coming up next. The JR Sport Brief Show is done. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.